0: all right so good evening everyone um good morning good day to wherever you are listening from um, from whatever time zone you are welcome to the second episode of the good women's conversation series a podcast so today is another interesting day and we're continuing from where we left off from the first episode um we're doing the chapter two of 15 invaluable laws of growth um, by john c maxwell and today's episode is on the law of awareness you must know yourself to grow yourself so that's what we're talking about today and I have on the panel with me Ms. Kukwa Ano Ampofo, Adjoa Pokea Dujemfi, and Jessica Kumate have this conversation ladies you're welcome Thanks. thank you okay um Adjoa can I hear from you Jessica can I hear from you hi okay okay it's great to have you ladies on board okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna open this conversation um with a story and I I (laughs) I've been thinking about the story since I read it I think I've seen a movie on it and um I just want us to have a shot let's just discourse on this particular story so the story says that um, there's a famous neuropsycholo- neuropsychology case of someone with a similar condition that was first documented in 1957 and he's been studied by many doctors and researchers the patient was called Henry M he was born in Hartford, Connecticut in 1926 And he suffered from a case of epilepsy that was so severe and debilitating that he couldn't function. At age 27, he underwent an experimental surgery in which parts of his brain were removed to try to treat his epilepsy. The good news was that after the surgery, he no longer suffered constant debilitating seizures. In addition, he suffered no negative impact on his intelligence, personality, or ability to interact with others socially however there was one horrible side effect he seemed to have no short-term memory henry m couldn't remember anything that happened after the surgery he didn't recognize his doctors he couldn't find his way to the bathroom when he returned home he would do the same jigsaw puzzles every day and read the same magazine without having any memory of of having done so When his family moved to a new house, he could never remember having moved, nor could he find the way to his new home, though he remembered his old one vividly. When interviewed 30 minutes after lunch, he could not recall a single item he had eaten. In fact, he could not remember having eaten at all. He was stuck in time, unable to learn, grow and change. What a tragedy. Now, it's interesting that this chapter says that you must know yourself to grow yourself. I just wanted to throw it out there. Any personal experiences with this particular um, subject? um, Did you ever feel stuck in life at some point? And, you know, like, just the story. What do you make of it? What do you make of it? Okay, I'm going to start with um, Kukwa. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay hi hi so it's actually a tragedy i mean trying to picture having to live like this yeah. i i don't know but how do you even do that <laughs> reading it sounds impossible but most of us have actually lived this yeah in some time of our lives yeah so for me uh, I I think the slightest i have come close to this was after university when i was looking for a job and i wasn't sure what i wanted what exactly i wanted to do and Mm -hmm. it's like i was just marking time like i could see my mates moving on people were getting employed in banks others were either going on to do their masters like people were moving and i was just there because i didn't know what what to do what the next step was all i knew Mm -hmm. was that I had finished my degree and I had to work. But as to right. what exactly I wanted to do, you were going to struggle. Yeah, so I mean, that 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 comes close to this to kind of scenario. Em- to. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right, right. It, it's very interesting that you mentioned that because I think I also experienced a similar thing. Um, yeah, let's just say after university too, after university about three years or so or i think it was um my whole time in university there were parts of my life that was stuck you know it's like you know sometimes in life one part of the of your life could be moving and another part could be mm-hmm. stuck so you are growing in one area and you're not growing in the other because like you just can't seem to figure out You know what's going on with that part of your life and i feel like i had that going for me and it was not until many years after university that i I had to you know learn to grow and it's very interesting that the book says that you must know yourself to grow yourself because Mm -hmm. i had to now come back take stock of myself you know who am i where am i at where am i going ask those questions to myself before I could figure out, you know, the next steps and what's it, what is important for me, what is prudent for me and all of that. You know, before I actually started seeing some progress, so that is very, very true. In as much as the story sounds like really far away, I feel like most <laughs> of us have actually lived it in one way or the other, <laughs> the other many yeah. times, many times. In fact, yeah, that, that's how I feel about that. Ajo, have you got any thoughts on this? Um, yes, see, um, my experience
2: was before and uh, university. Right. Right. And before, I made a mistake when I was um, in my Bible, I couldn't go that same year. Right. And and in waiting, like I thought the whole world was coming to an end because (laughs) all my friends were in school and all I was praying for was to like get any course at all, like any program at all. Right. I just wanted Just so you can go to school yes because all my friends were in school and people might think i maybe i didn't pass or like i was just thinking about what people see knowing that right after. so like i think this is um this is my little share on um on the story like this is this was it and now right i know <laughs> and like now i know where my i'm heading
0: towards here right okay that's that's an interesting one and i feel like most of us. so so here's what i'm thinking right that a lot of people get into this kind of space mostly because they are concerned about what people have to say so it makes them unsure and that leads us to the next part of this conversation which is you know the three kinds of people when it comes to finding your direction in life so here's the thing you cannot you cannot say you're going to um you're going to the airport when you don't know where you're going right you need to be able to identify say i'm going to um london or i'm going to dubai before you leave your home because you must have bought a ticket that takes you to dubai or um you must have um but um you must have paid for you know a transportation means that takes you to london before you can you know make that decision to move from one place to the other so there is no way you can figure out your destination or you can figure out your path in life or direction in life without knowing where you are at and where you want to be right um before we go on to that so like there's three kinds of people we want to talk about when it comes to having a direction in life we want to um hear jessica what are your thoughts on this particular subject the story being stuck in life no 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 it, i feel like the, the very interesting thing about the story is is the fact that this is somebody his intelligence was not affected his personality was not affected, nothing but the only thing that was missing was the fact that he could not remember you know the things that had happened he could not remember the things that were around him and so he could not build on top of that and I feel like that is very very tragic so Jess let's hear you
2: okay so for me, um, a point in time where I felt that it's, it's quite current, you know. Um, right. So I think I had hit a major milestone in my life, like something I have been working towards. So I had I had hit that milestone. It had come through for me by God's grace. And in the interim, so from now, so I transitioned to that point i just realized i was feeling stuck it's uh, it's like i hadn't Mm -hmm. just like a very from our first conversations that we should should take growth instead of goals because it's Mm -hmm. like you've hit hit the goal
0: goal yeah what do you do in in the
2: (laughs) interim what do you do next to leave that point so i was feeling stuck at that point in time and i had to sit back and then rethink through things and see okay what what am i supposed to do within within this period i have till i start actualizing the milestone i've reached so Mm -hmm. it could it could it could be that you've actually hit the milestone you are waiting for and still feel stuck all this time yeah Yeah. Yes. If, if you are not putting setting growth processes in place and then you're just yeah. reaching goals, goals, mm. goals Yeah. But if it's growth, I think it's continuous. So even after you mm-hmm. hit the even after it hits your major milestone, there's still something in place that you are doing such that you yeah. can feel stuck like an ideal. So that was yeah. pretty
0: much it for me. And that's that's the thing about growth. It's continuous and it it doesn't depend on goals, you know. Like your growth process is supposed to be like an everyday type of improvement, you know, thing. So I I know that for most people, we have goals that we set for ourselves and we have targets that we set for ourselves. And usually when we reach that target or we hit that goal, it's so difficult to move on from there because... It was just about the target. It was just about the growth and about the goals. And for most of us, actually, unintentional growth happens to us in the process because it's like we go through experiences and if we're lucky we learn from the experiences if we're unlucky we just build up pain and hurts from you know all these tough experiences that we go through we never really learn the lessons and then we know that we've accomplished the goal but we didn't really learn what we were supposed to learn from that whole experience and so sometimes you end up getting caught up in a loop because that's what life is life is going to take you through that process over and over again until you learn what you're supposed to learn out of it and i feel like that's you know like an experience that a lot of us really go through because we get to suffer all these painful experiences over and over again because we never really You know, to the three kinds of people when it comes to having a direction in life. So, according to the book, (laughs) there are the first category of people: people who don't know what they would like to do. Then there's a second category of people: people who know what they would like to do but don't do it. Then we have people who know they would like to do and do it. So, um. Please where are you? Where, where are you in this category, please? That's my question. Please, where, where are you in this category? Adora, would you like to start?
2: Okay. I think i'm um I'm I'm part of the people who know who, who, what they would like to do. and they would want to do it but By something. Okay. Like I can do it at the moment, but I didn't want to do what I have. Right. What amazes me, like people my age still don't know what to do. Like my closest friend at the moment, so confused about what she
1: She wants to do.
2: About what she wants to do as and now. And How? Are, like what's what's what's, what's, the, what's the what's the age bracket you guys I, are in now? Like we are in
0: our twenties, early
2: twenties.
0: Right, right. I think it happens to a lot of people, especially down here in um, in Africa. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like here in Africa, young people take longer to figure out exactly. You know what they would like to do that's also because um even though there are options we seem not to be very exposed to the options that are available so it's like you 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 have a lot of wishful thinking going on around like "Mm, this could be great this could be great this could be great but hey you know that kind of thing so yeah it's actually a very common thing in africa to find people who are in their 20s not exactly sure what they want to do because most of us actually figure it out like in our late 20s to be honest you know
1: let me add let me add that it's because in growing up there are just about three or four professions that we know it's either you're a doctor you're (laughs) a lawyer you're an engineer or you're a teacher. Those are the first ah, things that grow up knowing. in your mind as a child, going after like, oh, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a doctor, because it yeah. looks like doctors are like the intelligent people. So it's yeah. after you get to the right. university, so you end up even running courses that mm-hmm. at the end of the day are not even beneficial to the profession you eventually decide that you want decide to, to do, yeah. So it's after university or probably where you're entering into university, that is when probably because mm-hmm. of movies watched and friends you've had then you get to know that oh so there's even a, a profession that is called interior decoration like oh there's a there's this yeah. job when you, know, you get to hear a whole lot of things but over here like we are stuck with just these four it's either you're mm-hmm. one of them or you're not nothing not <laughs> so
0: yeah yeah that is so so, so
2: true yeah and and I, I want to i want to add i think it's it's okay if we really don't know what we want to do at a particular point mm-hmm. in so yeah i think it's, i think it's it's not really too much out of place because but i think what won't be okay is if you're not putting in the effort to,
0: to discover what, what is it is you want to do and
2: discover but i think right the path of not knowing it happens i think mm-hmm. for me yeah. i think i settled on what i what area i want to um, specialize in not long ago i think about just some few months ago and right i, I completed <laughs> yes and i completed like not long ago so i think it's actually fine but what is not all right is if you know I'm confused and you know very well you don't know what to do and you're not putting in effort, you're you not speaking to, to mentors. Out exactly you are not speaking to mentors you are not speaking to people who have walked down that aisle, like mm-hmm. people who have mm-hmm. taken that same course you took mm-hmm. you are not trying to speak to lecturers you are just comfortable that you don't know i think that's where the problem comes from yeah, right? yeah. you yeah. if you take him if you take a lot of time to discover you research and then you look deep down within yourself to find your
0: purpose and then you link it to your career <laughs> i think that's okay. Wow! Well, yeah, that's that's absolutely that's absolutely on point. And you know, so I feel like sometimes part of the problem is where do I start? How do mm-hmm. I even figure out myself? How do I become self-aware? And for me, mm-hmm. I have like a whole. I have a whole growth um, kit on, um, you know how how you can grow as a young person and it comes with about 100 questions on who you are um who are your friends what you would do in such and such case you know where would you where would you like to be if today was your last day um what would you what would it look like right if you knew you were gonna die tomorrow what are the things that are most important to you that you would like what would you like to spend your last few hours doing right? If you if you had this and this amount of money, if you had an unlimited amount of money, what would you rather want to? what would you be doing with it? You know? If you could not fail at anything, what is the one thing that you would actually love to do? Because I feel like there are so many things that stand in our way. They are like blocks, right? And it, it doesn't even allow us the chance to discover who we are truly. You know, but if you just and en- if you just go through some of these questions, you know, just ask yourself these questions, you'll find out that <laughs> you have some very um, intense desires. You have some very unique, you know, tastes and preferences, and you wouldn't know that until you actually ask yourself. You know, so I feel like um, that's like one thing that a lot of us don't do we never really ask ourselves the important questions and it even reflects in the relationships that we we enter it's like we're in a relationship we don't be really ask questions like where is this relationship going what's the purpose of this relationship um what are what are the things that are really crucial essential to this relationship what are the deal breakers in this relationship you know what are the things that can and what are the growth markets of this relationship what are the things that when it happens we know that we are growing we don't ask any questions and we're just like in there having fun just you know going with the flow until we feel bored and then we feel like "Uh -uh, i can't do this anymore you know so yeah there the so there are a few questions in the book that um, i like to throw out there and then um we can go back to our conversation so it says what would you like to do what talent skills and opportunities do you possess that support your desire to do it what are your motives for wanting to do it What steps must you take beginning today to start doing what you want to do? Then whose advice can you get to help you along the way? What price are you willing to pay? What will will it cost you in time, resources, and sacrifices? Where do you most need to grow in your life? Okay, so these are a couple of questions that you can um, take a swing at, try and answer them and then see where that leads you. So something that I've been dying to ask each of us on this call, um, what is the one thing that you realized about yourself or you became you, you came into an awareness of in your life that? sparked a growth conversation within yourself so I'm gonna go first so in the past and um, in the past two years I realized that I don't have a very nice relationship with money and it was a very big deal for me because you know I I have I, I'm somebody who has a very good heart and I have all these values and principles and things that I have grown into that have actually helped my life, right? But then going out there to try to be a blessing to other people, I realized that, see, there is a very big, um, there's a very big problem when you meet a hungry man and then you try to tell him in the name of Jesus be filled. You know, like, food to a hungry, Jesus to a hungry man is food you know so you can't quite go out there to preach jesus to the hungry man and not be able to give him food. So I realized that, okay, there are some areas where I'm falling short when it comes to money. Initially, I was in denial about it. You know, like I had all these excuses like, um, okay, so I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm, I'm busy. I do. I, I'm not, I'm not a very materialistic person. I just had all these reasons, you know, why I don't have a very good relationship with money. I gave all these excuses about why I didn't have a relationship with money. And it happens with most of us. It's like, There's something you realize you're not good at it, but you just can't seem to accept it. So I think that's um, a certain one part of the book um, of the chapter that he mentioned was, you know, coming into the awareness of it, asking yourself the questions. And then when you come into the awareness of it, you have an acceptance. Right. And I think that for me, I wasn't accepting it that I didn't have a good relationship with money. I just kept giving myself all these reasons why I didn't have a relationship, a good relationship with money. And then later on, when I came to accept it, which was about a few months ago, I came to accept it that, hey, I have, I don't have a very great relationship with money and I would want that to change. And it started affecting the kinds of things I was listening to, the kinds of um, conversations I was having, the kinds of places I was going. And I feel like that's like, you know, something that was a strong point of awareness for me uh-huh so that's that's the part of the conversation we've gotten to i want to know personally what was like what was a strong point of awareness for you something that you discovered about yourself that you found wow this is something i need to grow
1: in yeah
0: cool i'm gonna start
1: with you <laughs> okay so you're spoken about money so i won't go there but right um, another thing that um for me was the fact that um, i i i became aware that i could not hold or have an intelligent conversation right and i i as as, as i grew up I, I found myself in the midst of people that, you know, they are having conversations about something and I have no clue what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. I realized that it was because, um, I was not putting in effort to get to know what was happening around me. Like I'm here and you're talking about a war that happened somewhere. And I have no (laughs) idea what you're talking about. (laughs) No idea. Because I'm either I'm either spending my time watching a movie or watching C- series ah, or of right. reading about what's going on and all that kind of thing. So oh, watching the documentary. where where I had gotten to in life and the kind of people that I wanted to surround myself with, mm-hmm. were people who were having very intellectual conversations, and I, I I just became aware of the fact that I was lacking in that point, and especially when. Wow. Somebody is talking, and the person is using like very serious vocabularies, and, right, right. and I'm like, god, like, "What is why, this? What's happening to me? <laughs> like, why can't I express myself in this way?" And oh, that was like, I was like, "Okay, no, something has to change. Like, I need to do something yeah. about it. Yeah. So that is one one thing for. Me, oh so.
0: my god, that is really really interesting. That is really really interesting. I absolutely love that. So wow. And well, I, well, I, I, I think we've known each other for about um, four or five years, if I'm not yeah. lying. Oh, five and years. I think that I think that, well, I don't know when this started. But in the last few months that we've had, you know, conversations, Uh um, especially like you know about books and stuff, like I think I've seen, I've seen that 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 area standing out a bit more. Yeah, I think that yeah, you've made some really great progress. I'm growing. (laughs) I'm growing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that is the goal. That is the goal. Okay, okay. Jessica, please, please.
2: (laughs) So <laughs> for huh?
0: It's it's it's
2: an area I've realized, but I'm not going. And I've tried so hard, but it's it's it has to do with relationships with respect to confrontation.
1: So right.
2: So let's say yeah, So let's say you are my friend, and you're doing something that constantly hurts me. I find it hard confronting you to let you know that this is what's actually going on and uh-huh. it's pressing me down and it's weighing me down on every side and yeah. I, I I deal badly with it because I fear the outcome so okay. let's see what if it doesn't go as I ex- anticipated what if you don't take it like? what happens to the friendship so i tend to solve it all in, in i think myself. Yeah. i'm not voicing it out so what happens is over time if if you are very attentive you realize i start drifting mm-hmm. that's a way <laughs> than address, than address the issue than, yes than address i fear I fear yes, something. <laughs> I like and I really am not growing about it, and I don't know that yeah. it's because I'm not willing to but no,
0: yeah. I, I think yeah. that so. Yeah. So in that regard, maybe what could be missing is, you know, the resources to grow in that area, because there actually are resources mm-hmm. in that area. You can go on, and um, YouTube, and um, you can um, you can search how to be more assertive. How to manage conflict in relationships. You can listen to all those kinds of things. And then they give you a healthy perspective, you know, mm-hmm. of how to deal with these things. But I, you know, I I, I wouldn't really say that um, I used to be like that. On a scale of one to hundred, I think that I am still perhaps um 60% like that. You know? <laughs> I have, I have this tendency to also be very amicable in all my ways and stuff and I realized it's not always helpful so I think that what I have learned to do now that perhaps it could be helpful for you is I whenever something happens I take my time to think about what has just happened and how it affects me and how it affects my entire scope of you know existence like everything that i'm doing and then i think about who is causing that thing or how that thing happened who's responsible for what if i'm responsible for some part of it i take my i I take responsibility for that if someone else is responsible for that i note that down and then i move on to have a conversation okay so this is not a cro- a confrontation it's a conversation mm-hmm. and i let you understand how i am feeling about that so there's a video that i saw recently that speaks to you know when you know that you're gonna have a conversation you're not sure how the conversation is gonna go you probably want to start with you know an intro you know hi so i know as there's this conversation i want to have and i'm so scared to have the conversation because i don't know how this is going to turn out but this is something that's really really bothering me and i'd love to talk about it because you're really important to me you know when you start with that kind of um introduction no matter how difficult the conversation is the person you know, get off the defensive side. So, actually, what I just wanted to say was that there are resources out there. So, if that's something that you've identified, then you might want to, like, go out there and find those resources. And then, I'm sure in six months' time, you, you will see some improvement. We're cheering you on. We're cheering you on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More of them. <laughs> yeah. Mine,
2: mine had to do with like forgiveness. Like All I was right. so unforgiving when it comes to friendship. <laughs> so unforgiving, like just one mistake and I'll give you your tickets. Like, oh <laughs> my god! Just one mistake and I'll be like, no, you don't deserve me. Like, who are we? Wow!
0: Really
2: <laughs> it, like. <laughs> so like it had been happening like since DHS through to just but just that's um in SHs that's when I realized like this is mm. this is so bad like this attitude is so bad like one of my friends could walk up to me and they would be like when your mom comes for this thing please let me see your mom your mom has to stop paying us because we are friends with you like you are always fighting people you are always bludging <laughs> against <Wow. laughs> and then they think, like and I decided to work on myself so like, um, um any little thing then maybe like i'll just disturb myself and like free my mind then i'll come back to you but even with that <laughs> i realized like i moved into what jessica jessica spoke talking about.
0: about right yes
2: i moved into that and i think i'll like i'll entertain you after so many like offenses like i'll entertain you i wouldn't say anything but after your cup is full, then I'll just point to <laughs> <not on you. laughs> this issue like, the I ticket. haven't really found a solution to my problem. In right. Order to a solution to the problem. Like, I got myself into another thing. All ah, right. To, I'm here to do what you just said. Mm. I'm here to do what you just said. I'll go on YouTube and find
0: to address things yeah 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 there are are many 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 videos on you know relationships assertiveness and all of that very very helpful stuff i man you have no idea Cool, cool look and then the other thing will be finding good relationships look i hated i hated um you know Um, I hate a confrontation so much that when I I started working with Kukua in Let Me Be a Woman, whenever Kukua pointed out something to me, oh my god, (laughs) god. I got so I got so defensive inside and you know because I'm non-confrontational, I will not let you know how upset I am about the whole thing or something. I get so defensive inside like why is this person asking me this question? why is this person? But then later I realized you know what she she makes me think about things that I naturally wouldn't think about. okay, like she wraps me off in a way that I naturally wouldn't go. So it's actually a great thing to keep this person around. Like, this person actually makes you a better person. Even though it hurts, it actually makes you better. So I feel like that was, you know, the conclusion I came to in that regard and at that that point of awareness. So I feel like it's one thing to become aware and then the next thing, you know, to actually take the steps to um, facilitate your growth in that direction. And I think that we've all come really far and the road ahead of us is much longer than how far we've come i know that with everything that we're doing everything we've learned so far we will just you know hit the we will just hit the skies we will do like marvelously well and i'm just waiting to meet all of us at the top so yeah (laughs) okay so i'd like to take um i mean quite interestingly oh all too soon we're bringing this episode to a close it's been a great conversation i'd like to take our final words on the law of awareness you cannot grow yourself if you don't know yourself okay i'll start with Ajua.
2: okay um my final words are like we should be if you really want to grow, you should be creative And you should be committed to whatever you've created. And you should be consistent with it. And I think you would yield a good result when you have these three things in
0: mind. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I feel like the the being committed and being consistent is like the hardest part, you know. It's like we, we make all these plans of how much we want to grow. Oh my God, I just really need to grow. And then we do it one, two, three. Mm. I'm just tired. I mean, like, oh, yeah. can we just go back to our old ways? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I kind of feel like eh, steady growth is also not bad. Just that it might take you, it might take you longer, of course, oh, but it's not bad at all. It's actually, it's better to be moving slowly than to not be moving at all. Mm -hmm. you know i i always think that steady growth is not bad it's not bad at all i mean if if you're trying to learn how to read and you you are reading one page a day as opposed to maybe your desire to probably read one chapter a day it's not bad at least you're reading right and then the moment you start reading there's that motivation we said it in the previous chapter that you know sometimes the hardest thing is to start but once you start the motivation to keep going actually mm-hmm. comes so it, it's not bad at all to you know have steady growth yeah, yeah. so um, as long um, as you're consistent okay. yeah try you're gonna say
2: okay um i'm um, um with steady group but i think um
0: not notice your good
2: until someone tells you so you have to get someone who like is keeping track on you and the person is actually into what you
0: want to do right like an accountability partner
2: yeah someone like that
0: right Right. that's true it's actually good to have people like that who will tell you that. Mm -hmm. I think you've improved I think you're good yeah that's yeah. actually
1: great Yeah. Cougar. Yes. So um I'll talk about the the second type of cursing. Mm-hmm. Um I realized when I read that, I realized <laughs> that I don't know if I should say it is me or it was me. <laughs> but it um, <laughs> used to be you. <laughs> I realized that. To um, growing, the, like the kind of factors that prevent you from going. Uh, when, when when you are aware of those factors, it helps. Yeah, because yeah, I realized yeah. that my factor that was that prevents me from going, or that was preventing me from going, is fear, fear of disappointment, and right. the fear of the unknown. Like. Okay. It had gotten to a point where I was so comfortable in my comfort zone that yeah. I didn't even want to try anything. I remember um, like about four or five years ago, I, I was just telling myself, oh, the job, my current job, I feel is not too challenging for me. Like I was tired of it. I wanted to do something new. I wanted to try something, done something new. A friend of mine was like, yeah, put in applications and see. And I was like, I found myself asking that... Do I really want to go and start all <laughs> like Again. actually myself, um, working under somebody, taking instructions from somebody and having to get up early to beat traffic, especially if the job is somewhere in town <laughs> yeah. and- I was just asking a whole lot of things and how is that job going to turn out? Like fear of the unknown. So I was like, you know what? Let me just sit in my comfort zone and enjoy what enjoy I enjoy your life. Do. <laughs> so and it, it prevented me from doing a whole lot of things. Another another fear factor that I have is I love to travel, I love to experience things, but then <laughs> I realized that I was comfortable traveling to African countries. I, I don't want to go to a country where I have to go and apply for visa and not get to them. be disappointed. Like, mm. to, get to the U.S. and the Canadas and the... Like, I know, I, places know, places that with I We're fine with, know that feeling. <laughs> We're fine with that, at least I'm still traveling, you know. But I realized right. that the fear of being disappointed, the fear of not knowing what, like, uh, the uncertainties that comes with this. Mm-hmm. So I would rather, I'd rather just... Be there so it's like i know what i want but mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. to get it That yeah you have to get yourself to do it you know so it's something that i have <laughs> i have, I'm very aware of like about some months ago i realized that my problem actually is fear and i am it's something that i'm really 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 working on because i realized that to to move to the next level i need to get rid of the fear that i have so that's what i wanted to end with that if i'm sure i'm sure a lot of us can relate to what that yes. the fear of the yeah. unknown as preventing us i mean you mm-hmm. want to go and be your masters but you're not sure mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. i apply, if you apply to will you get it? if i apply to another country i don't know anybody there how is life going to be like mm-hmm. i don't have i'm not going to make new friends like there are lots of things that that run in our minds that prevents us from moving on to the next step so we realize that we are marking time and before you realize one year has passed two years has passed and you're still where you are so yeah. let's get rid of that fear factor and move on to the next level yeah
0: interesting okay. you know you know what comes to mind when you see and you say that the, the 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 fear factor and the fear of the unknown is like you realize that you only see in quotes ghosts when the light is off right it's mm-hmm. like when the lights are off and the place is dark you you see all these yeah. shadows and everything but the moment you turn on the lights all the shadows disappear and there. that is that is how it feels like to become aware of mm-hmm. the factor that is inhibiting your growth now that you're aware that it's the fear factor you can pick up your mind to just do it anyway you know like if okay so what if i don't get the visa to the country um what do i what do i stand to lose nothing what do i stand to gain i might actually get that visa okay let me try it anyway right so it's like the moment you become aware of the factor that is inhibiting your growth, now you can devise a strategy to overcome whatever that factor is. That's really, really deep. Thank you so much, super for that. Um, Jess, your final words.
2: Um, okay, so we are talking of self-awareness. Yes. So for me, I think it's, it's one of the most important things one will have to give time to if we ask her to grow daily. Because there's no specific um, pattern or blueprint for everyone. So what yeah. work for somebody yes may, may, <clears throat> may, may not work for me. What may work for Auntie Kukwa may not work for me. What may work for Achua won't work for me. So I think it's, we'll have to really take the pain to look deep down within ourselves mm-hmm. to know who we are what we stand for what our purpose is what we seek to achieve rather than lose focus by looking at another person well I'm not saying we shouldn't have mentors and we shouldn't have role models there are some things like that but to we, it's, it's, it's something we have to really take the pain to do to understand mm-hmm. for good to come
0: yeah okay thank you very much Jess, for that um so one last quote that i would like to end with which is perhaps later 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 but this is in the you know um four steps you know into becoming self-aware or in in, in knowing what you want to do so that you can do it is the first one is awareness the second one is taking action the third one is being accountable and then the fourth one is attraction now i want to talk about the attraction bit it says that if you want to be around growing people you become a growing person if you are committed you attract others who are committed if you are growing you attract others who are growing And this puts you in a position to begin building a community of like-minded people who can help one another succeed. And I feel like that is a great way to end today's episode. What you are looking for is looking for you. So if you can be that person, then what you want will find you. Okay. So thank you everybody for joining us on this call today was a great time speaking with you and I hope to all our listeners out there that you have learned something today that will greatly transform your life catch you live on our next episode see you and cheers guys bye ladies Bye.
2: bye